0: Okay, welcome back to The Obsessed Podcast. It's Nick, Gia and Gareth. And this week, we're going to break down and compare all the inspirational moments and complete blatant rip-offs from all the copycat marketing strategies that came after the best-selling female artist.
1: So, of all time. Of all time.
0: (laughs) So we'd had Aretha, we'd had our Whitney's, we'd had all this like power ballad moments and stuff. And then, you know, in the wake of the 90s, we had this huge like blend of like soul and like power ballad. And like the pop power ballad was becoming quite soulful. It was becoming really sort of like mainstream. Everyone was doing it. And then Mariah Carey obviously found a formula that was more true to her own musical inspiration tastes um culture and she kind of pioneered well she did pioneer that nobody else has really pioneered the crossover from like pop powerhouse to r&b genius so as we sort of like got towards the end of the 90s and we get all these little cardboard cutouts of basically anything that was spat out from the mickey mouse club Mariah kind of did change her style a little bit and switched it up. We saw the the blonde moment, you know, she was start, to starting to look a bit more useful and whatnot, really enjoying herself. We spoke about this in our Rainbow review. And it seemed as if, like, after she'd done this, more and more of these American sweethearts were just being, like, catapulted into the mainstream. So we'll take it back to 1999, because I feel like that's when... The, the the copycat moment started, really. I mean, it, is copycat fair to say? We'll say inspirational, just to be fair. So we'll start off, 1999, we had our first one, which was um one of the sort of like morphations of the, you know, Mickey Mouse people. And that was Christina Aguilera. I don't know about you guys, but for me, I felt that the debut album, it's not constant from start to finish, but it pops up here and there. There's songs like Jeannie in a Bottle that isn't really Mariah, but then there's songs like What a Girl Wants. Now, What a Girl Wants isn't really Mariah, but there's moments like the breakdown with the instrumentation and the I can't do it with my voice, but the high notes that she does very much reminds me of something that Mariah Carey would have put out or could put out. But as you listen to that whole album, the debut album from Christina Aguilera, you know, we get songs like Love Will Find A Way with all the shibby dooby dooby bits. And I feel like it's a happy, bouncy pop song. It's got its very light sprinkling of, like, dare I say R&B. It's very minimal in that song, but it's still there. Very similar to Fantasy, Dream Lover. And this is just, like dipping our toes in the water with this but i feel like christina really did show her inspiration and she
2: spoke about it quite a lot don't forget that song that she had uh that she did for the movie milan reflections which was a really big mm-hmm. power ballad that really kind of put her on the map mm-hmm. after genie in a bottle and solidified her as a pop star in right, the main and she tr-
1: did kind of she did kind of maria
2: reflections yeah yes We didn't get genie in
0: a bottle until after reflections over here.
2: Yeah, reflections was um, it was kind of her first single, but she was really unknown at that point. But her first really really big single was genie in a bottle.
1: Did reflections make the album, or was it just on the movie? Because my my first, literally, actually, my first memory of Christina Aguilera is the end of the VHS tape Mulan, and she sings reflections.
2: Yeah, it's It's on her. Yeah, it's on her album. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, see, really I'm not get... a huge Christina girl, so I like I I've literally never heard that album all the way through, so. Okay.
2: I have listened to the album. I I own the album because in the late 90s into the early 2000s, it was like strong boys females everywhere. And of course, they were trying to pit Christina against Britney, but Obviously, Christina had the better voice, but I didn't really start loving Christina until her stripped album. I don't remember Christina's first album because it was so, like, I. even though I grew up around that time when this pop explosion happened, it was just kind of cheesy to me. It right. sounded like factory-made. Yeah.
1: I like think, a toy.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think they all kind of merged into... Um, they're all like amalgamation of each other really in a way and then you've got you've got two that sounded like mice and then two that had like better voices and christina obviously being the better out of all four and the four being britney mandy christina and jessica so i don't know guys what for you what do you think are the most like mariah inspired or blatant copying if 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 you feel that way from the stripped album the voice them.
1: The voice within. Cause it yeah. sounds just like some lyrics straight from Hero. Absolutely. Right. Or keep
2: or keep on singing my song, the very last track. That was very Mariah esque of her. And beautiful. I love don't how we beautiful. all were like
1: the voice within. Yeah.
2: Don't forget, don't forget beautiful, which she's like, Don't look at me.
0: Don't look at me. <laughs> I feel like that kind of was her hero, wasn't it? I mean obviously the voice within happened, but I mean like as an individual oh
1: artist. you mean beautiful was her hero yeah, yeah. oh yeah it's like her beyond
0: yeah. yeah 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 i never really thought about um keep singing my song or ho- however the title goes i don't really go to that song a lot but now you've said it i do get it even though it doesn't sound like anything mariah i did get vibes from infatuation loving me for me get mine get yours like loving me for me is kind of like uh Underneath the Stars, Fourth of July, obviously then it's nothing like those songs, but in terms of like the harmonization and the, the way it just sort of like glides through, that that was very reminiscent of those songs for me.
1: Yeah, to me, my favorite parts of Stripped are like Walk Away and then like the- um.
2: Oh my song... God, Walk Away is my favorite song <laughs> on the album.
1: Yeah, me too, Nick. You got me so into that. When, when I first listened to Stripped, I think Nick, and I were listening to it at the same time. And we got to walk away or either like Nick told me to listen to it. And we were like texting the whole time or we were like listening to it at the same time. And when I got to walk away, I was like, okay, this is amazing. Um, But yeah, so it's like, the parts that I love from the album are like, they're giving me like visual like nighttime in the street, like gutter moments. And then there's like, no, like I get like um, what, like a stairwell that hangs from the side of an apartment building vibe. You know, like I just get that from certain songs on Strip. And then there's moments that are like tied with like clean Mariah moments. Do you guys get what I'm saying?
0: i i get no. what you're saying i just no I just you don't stum- stumbled a little bit when you said gutter moments so i was just like oh dear
1: <laughs> oh well i mean like dirty is kind of gutter yeah. like
2: yeah she's got some ratchet moments on stretch which i love like get yours get mine or whatever it's called i love that song so much because mm. i love a dirty ass bitch on an album and i <laughs> love that so that's probably my second favorite song on the album
1: i don't love that song but it's okay it's good i don't love it though i don't love it like you do
0: you
2: loved it when you first heard it no you gotta listen to that song again because there's a let me let me pull up the lyric on what she says in it
1: wait you remember me liking that song
2: a lot
0: yeah, like when I got my vinyl I think it was when I got my vinyl or just after I got my vinyl I can't remember now and you'd been listening to it was when you were going through that phase of like listening to bits of Janet and Christina and then you mm-hmm. said you, I remember you saying I can't remember your exact words but you brought up that song when you were saying about the songs that you liked from the album you weren't like oh my god it's my favourite song though I Right, like, yeah. I
1: know Walk Away is my favourite song from the album and then there's another song that I can't remember the name of that's my other favourite song but that's the one that's reminding me of like giving me life like gutter moments yeah I but I I I've literally only listened to the album all the way through like twice so I really don't know but then yeah when we got when we got this
2: album all the time
1: it's a good it's a really good album but I just vocally there's some moments on there where I'm like oh we are shouting we are not singing anymore
2: and that (laughs) is Aguilera is she's a shouter. And I don't
1: like that. I don't I'm, I'm, not, I'm here for
2: this. No, because
1: like you know when you know when she's singing beautiful and she goes to the the sound, we'll always, always shine. Yeah. like it sounds like they cut her mic off before her voice cracks or something. <laughs> like <laughs> like it, it's it literally sounds like they cut her vocal short at the big climax of beautiful, and I'm like, oh, okay, sounds good. <laughs> like it's but- I love it. It's a really good album. I do see where the Mariah comparisons come from from it, but the biggest Mariah comparison about the stripped album for me is that she talks about the stripped album like Mariah talks about her butterfly album, and she yeah, says this, that this- is- yes, honey.
2: Yeah, this is to me this is her butterfly album. It's just dirtier. She's more ratchet than Mariah is. So, on this album definitely, but this is totally her butterfly album. This is Christina's best album.
1: Yes, it's definitely. definitely. I I think so.
2: And I think I think as well like you said about the
0: shoutiness. If you I'm not saying that you should do this or but if you wanted to then obviously it you would hear it. But if you listen to like her albums in chronological order, you will hear, you'll start to hear the shoutiness take over the powerfulness of her voice. Like it,
1: I and, agree. I totally agree.
0: And yep. strained. And I feel like mm-hmm. this and Back to Basics, obviously the first one as well, but she was just starting out. So Stripped and Back to Basics are like the golden uh, moments for her voice. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I just feel like in certain moments of this album, it's almost like grinding. But then yeah, later on I can definitely hear what you're saying where it's like, whoa, okay. Because I think isn't Back to Basics the next album after Stripped.
2: Yeah, for you. Yeah. It's down. it's a double album. It's a really long album, but it's so it's good. Super
1: long. Yeah. But Hurt is on there and then Ain't No Other Man is on there. Like a lot of her iconic moments. Candyman, isn't Candyman on there? Yeah. Like I feel like Christina's, yeah, I think those are her big songs that I remember. Like I remember Candyman was the first Christina song I ever heard. Um, and then the Ain't No Other Man riff is like her most iconic riff. So yeah. Um, but yes, after, after Stripped, in my opinion, I start hearing we'll just call it a rasp, okay? <laughs> yeah.
2: But shouting for Christina is is kind of her brand. It, it just really is It's what she's known right for
1: it is it is and it's just it's a flex i'm just um not willing to partake in
2: well she well mariah's a flex singer though too but christina's flex is her her shouting and her hey! <laughs> bullshit like and
1: like the, the growliness through it at all, I feel
2: like it's, it's very not a Christina album unless you get the you you always are gonna get the you always. can just imagine her at,
0: like did the guests at dinner parties at her house like if she's like I'm gonna go get the, uh, some more wine and they're like oh my god whatever you do just don't ask her to sing and then you can just imagine from the kitchen as she's going
2: about oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I love me son Christina though. And I, I really want to see her live one day. It's on my bucket list. She's, it would be, I feel like it'd be fun to see her live. Yeah. I just feel like, um, I noticed
1: she can be a little extra with her riffing. Like, <laughs> like, 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 I know that I've said that, like, Mariah over, over saying that, like, run with the, all uh, with the 12 woes, But, <laughs> yeah. um, that's my, I love the 12 O's right That's i know bit- I'm, I'm saying okay, i said mariah over quit- saying that but christina but- makes that look like real tame in my opinion like christina does the does that but like every time plus one like all the time
2: you know what i mean but let's let's clarify for the audience what the 12 o's are it's from the vision of love and the tattoo club right where she goes oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh. i fucking love that right but that's right. kind of like and why i opinion, love christina
1: right and in my opinion i'm the kind of lamb who likes three or four or five of them nick is the lamb who lives for all 12 of them and that's just that's just how we're different okay we're just i wish we could we get not build the same
2: o's. okay <laughs> i want 16 o's i want a whole minute of o's i
0: <laughs> i don't like the what the the o's on the tattoo club version because it just
1: i it, don't it's what? too much
0: it's because, no. because she, does
1: it, she does it so many times that it sounds um stagnant like it, 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 it doesn't it, go
0: up and down or anything it just pretty much stays the same and all she's doing is changing like ever so slightly.
1: But in my opinion when she does it less, it feels like there's more. Cuz when when she goes into like in my opinion the album version is a little too short. My favorite one is Good Morning America 1990, period. That was the first riff that made me fall in love with Mariah, you guys. When I first saw Mariah Carey sing that final riff in Vision of Love, it was the it was a live performance and it, I randomly saw it I was like, this is so amazing, so extra. I've never seen Mariah, who is the skinny legend. And then it's the extraness that was the level that I was like here for, you know? So like, and that's already very extra. So when we're adding like six more to that, I'm like, okay, I see you. I see you, girl. But I'm gonna I'm sit over here though. You know what I mean? Like I, I appreciate it. but it's not. It's, like I said, it's more impressive than, like, moving. But in, I'm on a tangent.
0: Okay. Well, talking about shouting, we can move on to the next one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jessica? Is that Jessica? <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we'll move on to Jessica Simpson, who came and out. And
1: I'll cherish every drop here on my knee. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, let me talk about Jessica right now. Because my okay. first memory of Jessica Simpson was, I was, I can't remember what grade I was in school, but this was when like newspapers were like a thing. And I was reading this, um this article about Jessica Simpson and they were saying that she is the next Mariah Carey and maybe even better. If I remember right, they say that Tommy Mottola discovered her and and Tommy Mottola was pushing her. But that was my first memory of Jessica Simpson. I was like, this bitch is like Mariah Carey. So that got my attention. So I went out and bought her first album. But like Christina, Same. I don't remember a lot from her first album because it was so manufactured sounding.
0: I mean... Her album, it flicks backwards and forwards from Britney to sort of Mariah Territory. And there's a lot of songs on there that's very Britney. And that's fine. You know, she was really young. She was younger than Mariah, but I think she's the oldest out of the four. So she's, she's like 18, I think, when she released this. I might be slightly off with the year, but still, she wasn't 20 yet. And the recording of this album. So, you know, g- being given the songs, I don't think she wrote the songs for this. I doubt she did. She might have written like a B-side for a single or that hidden bonus track that was on the CD. I can't remember what that, it was even called. I think it was the Dawson Creek song. I don't think she had a lot of writing input so these songs would have been given to her at a time then she would have had to have recorded them and then obviously everything starts to kick off so i don't know how old she was at the beginning or when she got a record deal but she's clearly a mariah fan and it's really adorable but like the people getting these songs for her probably tommy because let's there's there's a pattern emerging we get i want to love you forever which is a fucking great song and again another artist whose voice gets really scratchy even by her second album almost i think i think it was the second album her voice is fucked um
1: (laughs) do you guys remember cindy Lauper's shade about jessica simpson it's so funny andy cohen asks her like, what do you think about Jessica Simpson singing or whatever? And Cindy Lauper's like, she has a technique. <laughs> it's so <fucking>
2: funny. <laughs> I want to love you forever was a big song. Yeah. And vocally, I for love her, that song, actually. Yeah. Um, what, what? How does she sing? It? What does she say? Because she is shouting in that song. A
1: lot. She shouts a lot. She says, Because when I'm with you, there's nowhere else in the world that I would rather be. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: I remember when this song came out, there was a TV show. It was like um, a cable version of like Top of the Pops or something. I think it was called Top of the Pops Extra or Top of the Pops not Top of the Pops 2, it was something else, but it was still Top of the Pops, but it was like a TV show where they're in a studio, not like for live performances, but for like interviews. And they played music videos. So like if Top of the Pops tried to be MTV and they played this, they were like, and you've all voted Jessica Simpson, I wanna love you forever. And I was obsessed at this point. I was like, yes, it came on. And every time she did the big note, there's a lot in this song, they overdubbed it with a wolf howling. It, it, after that i kind of thought to me i can't get over that now i can't not hear the wolf howling but i think that's that's only gotten more stronger as i've heard how her voice has developed over the years and it's it's obviously got worse i think like i said earlier by her second album it was already really scratchy but this this song i as soon as i heard it i i mean i get i do get my all from it but it's, it doesn't sound anything like my all and I think if Mariah had have had this song, took it away, rewrote it to fit her, this could have been a really good song for Mariah, and that's the only thing with this song that makes me yearn for it, and when I listen to it, I just really become hopeful that she could have had it at one stage, but it wasn't anyway, it was a Jessica Simpson song.
2: Well, Mariah writes all her own songs, so I could never see Mariah doing that, but... To me, it reminds me of... It was her vision of love. But Jessica was always pinned against Britney and Christina. She was, like, them combined. Yeah. If that makes sense. So she had the Britney look.
1: She was, like, a dancer and a big singer.
2: Yeah. So she had the Britney look and everything, but she had the Christina voice. But she was never big as either one of them. No, no, no. I
0: feel like... She's kind of like the... um sort of like the Walmart version of Christina, and then you've got Mandy, who's the Walmart version of uh, Britney. But like, we move on to the next song, which is By Her, which I think was the second single. It was like the follow-up single as well from after I Wanna Love You Forever, which was I Think I'm In Love, which has poor man's fantasy written all over it. Like, the verses are sort of like punchy with the singing, for Jessica at least, um, the chorus as well. The harmonies aren't as big and overlapping, and to almost taking you on a roller coaster itself. For, you know, within the song like Fantasy does, but it, it it does something, and it's quite a nice catchy song. And I I I thought, wow, this is going really good for her. I remember, being, like, I was invested at this point. I thought I really love Jessica, and then after that, I kind of just sort of got off, but. Even the music video is set in like a fairground as well. It's, but she's not on a roller coaster. But these first two songs are very much copycat of Mariah.
2: I'm now that I think about it, like I'm thinking about when I listen to this album, and I'm kind of like cringing, like thinking about these songs about. How kind of bad they are to me now like I can't believe I used to listen to that (laughs) I think what turned me off to I think that I'm in love with you was that John Mellencamp sample in it that just it was Mm. just I don't know I could never get into it I don't know when you hear the original song
0: it's like like I prefer it in Jessica's like song like the original song of that sample is pretty terrible um have you heard the song Gia I think I'm in love
1: i think i've heard it once or twice yeah i don't love it at all it's giving me like the sound of like disney movie rom-com like i really can't
2: yeah
1: yeah it's giving me disney princess
2: it's really reminiscent of the sound in the early 2000s it's just
1: super early 2000s like literally like it's giving me princess diaries
2: princess yeah.
1: diaries it's given me literally princess yes. diaries like it
2: is it is for real though
1: <laughs> yeah but okay so my biggest blatant oh my gosh this is a complete rip-off of mariah that i remember is jessica simpson's public affair music video and it is a complete and utter ripoff of heartbreaker and fantasy so it starts off with jessica simpson and christina applegate and christina Milian and like whoever else in like Eva a, longoria in, Eva longoria
0: everyone yeah, was there
1: <laughs> everyone was fucking there and um they're in a limo and they're all talking about i want to be so fake oh they get into the limo paparazzi's like clicking they're like oh my gosh i want to be so famous I have to do this. I want to be so famous. I have to have my babies in Africa. I want to be so famous, blah, blah, blah. And then it cuts to like, they go into the roller skating rink and then the song starts. Like it's, it's like them in the limo is the beginning part of Heartbreaker where, and your man is cheating on you. Why don't you go in there and kick her butt? And then- Oh, we're going to kick her butt too. Yeah, we got to kick her butt too. Oh yes. And kick his butt and then um yeah so then when they're in there it's just like roller skating like fantasy very like Beyonce blow slash um like heartbreaker yeah so that's what I noticed and then she's giving like the breathier vocals like Mariah as well so that's what I remember
2: Jessica didn't really have a big career though like the thing she she was she had like a little blip in the music scene and then the thing that made Jessica Simpson big was the show Newlyweds with Nick Lachey. Oh god, yeah.
1: And then now she has like all of her clothing line and
2: whatever. She's a billionaire now. Come on, billions. But you know for 10 yeah, years Yeah, I think straight. she
1: she definitely did the right thing in my opinion because she did the whole oh I'm the celebrity influencer gonna start um, doing this, going off and doing the extra things. But she like kind of like stopped being the celebrity and like just started being the businesswoman. And I kind of really respect that because, you know, her like we're saying like she's kind of her career was trying to ride off the coattail of Mariah because we know Tommy was trying to do that. That's just what was happening. So she found her own lane, and she's way more successful so i i really respect that actually
2: she I'm... was really a like christian singer too do y'all like she i had do this. y'all remember her her gay dad <laughs> 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 <Yes>. <laughs> god
1: that was,
0: was
2: that so confirmed? weird
0: because that was that was a really weird story didn't he come out I don't know. I don't know. I Like I said, I fell off the whole Jessica Simmons thing. I remember hearing this and thinking, and then hearing, it was Wendy Williams that actually brought this to my attention about him. Was he supposed to be like sort of guiding the career of this like 19 year old or something? And then it just, nothing ever happened, but they were like really close. And it was a bit, what's the word? Que- let's just say questionable. It was very questionable.
2: I'm pretty sure that he came out. I need to Google this. It's probably like a whole
0: Jenna moment. I
2: just like unlocked a memory from like my childhood about her gay ass dad. Because
0: <laughs> it was almost like the dad was like, um, oh my God, what's the name of Beyonce's father? It was like another version of that. He, apparently he was all like plowing away for her career. And then obviously whatever, you know, just sort of disintegrated. And then he was, but he was only in it because of jessica as like was he her he wasn't a manager was he a manager i don't know what he was but he was yeah he
2: was her manager in the beginning but allegedly he has come out as gay Uh, and he was a minister and he's dating a 20 year old allegedly oh wow he's he's got well we know
1: how these priests get down so
0: (laughs) (laughs) but you know um, or go
1: down i mean sorry
0: but over, 11 years, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but over 11 years, Jessica Simpson managed to squeeze out seven
2: albums. Can you believe that? I had no idea. I own like three of them. Which ones do you own? Uh, I see, she's so irrelevant to me now, I can't even remember. <laughs> I own the one. The albums I own from Jessica Simpson were Irresistible, Sweet Kisses, and In This Skin. And In This Skin was when I was like, eh i'm done with jessica
0: yeah there's a christmas album there's two christmas albums i can't imagine what they would sound like i really hope all of christmas is you is not on there i think we can put jessica to rest and we can move on to the next one who's next the next one is Shantae moore yes honey <laughs> now Shantae moore has been around since 1992 she's not overly famous but people probably if if you're a lamb or i don't know she's kind of like a cross between mariah and tony and maybe i don't know like maybe a bit of jennifer lopez should i say that i don't know but like
1: well, jennifer lopez is a little bit of her let's just yeah
0: if you want to be completely accurate yeah but like at the time of her coming out it was pretty much only her and mariah that were really releasing music that had the whistle note And she's got some good songs from 1992 onwards, but there's not really anything that stands out hugely as Mariah, as this particular song. Now, Straight Up was released in 2001. It is a so-so deaf song, and it does have Jermaine Dupri talking pretty much all over the song. But in the way that the harmonies are done, the way that the lyrics are and the way it sang it still could have been made better by mariah if she'd have been given the song again she takes it away she writes it how she wants to write it she comes back it could have been a great lead for glitter
2: i think the reason that she sounds a lot like mariah is because jd produced her right. that makes
1: sense <gasps> yeah. but i've also there's another song called um i'm what you need and it is like some of her runs are very Mariah and the way she transitions into her whistle from a bell is very Mariah as well. So I've, I've noticed things. And then also the most blatant, like, Oh, okay. Mariah was she covered. Um, okay. So she covered with you. I'm born again as well. And Mariah fied it gave the whistles in the same place. So it was very, very similar, but it's very good.
0: I, when I listen to this I'm always expect it's it's I'm expecting whistle notes I'm expecting like Mariah almost to come in like it's very reminiscent I and mean, it's this could have been a good substitute for loverboy dare I say it but like the original version let's say because obviously that became what it was but like this would have been a great lead song for um glitter it's still in keeping with Mariah's lead songs at that point like fantasy Heartbreaker, honey um Lover Boy, obviously I just said it. And I do feel it's a bit of a shame that Mariah couldn't have taken it and made it hers. Um, because obviously JD isn't really on glitter anywhere. And it I know it doesn't have to be, it's not like a law but like
1: it would have been nice to have a JD moment in yeah. two thousand one though.
0: Yeah. And I feel like that, I mean obviously we wouldn't have known what they did together unless we we're in the room, but like that would have been perfect. But yeah, I don't know. Nick, this is the first time you've heard the song, right? This is the first time I've heard of this Chica. Oh, of course. Um, so, <laughs> what, so what do you think of the song? Do you think it could have been, or do you just think it's one of those songs that could
2: just sounds similar? Like I said before, it sounds, probably sounds like Mariah. I mean, the harmonies in the beginning sound like it, probably because JD produced her. Yeah. Well, It's got that JD sound to it. Right. He's even hollering on it.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know if you know this as well, but Shantae Moore had a song called If I Gave Love or If I Gave You Love.
2: And oh, oh, she's that chica that J-Lo stole from. Yes.
1: Yes, honey. Yes, honey.
2: And it was That's song. all I know about her. Yeah, it was done by yep. Rodney Jerkins. Yeah, but Rodney her song Jerkins. is way
1: better, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, it's nicer. <laughs> but like obviously, the other one became a massive hit because P.T.D. had had quiet words with Rodney Jerkins and said, we need exactly this song for That other well-known female, and yeah, the rest is history. It's a bit of a shame that she didn't like explode a bit more, Shantay more, because I feel like it's not blatantly copying, like what we've just talked about with Jessica Simpson. I just feel it, like you said, Nick. It is just one of those things that it's JD, and
2: I think she is just another victim of Jennifer Jennifer Lopez's death Right, I agree. She would be way
1: bigger, in my opinion, if the situation with that woman didn't happen or occur um because she's an extraordinary vocalist and she yeah. still is um and i think she writes some songs too so i'm
0: not 100 percent sure but
1: yeah maybe i'm wrong but i know she's an amazing vocalist and she deserved better
0: there's a thing with her as well like with mariah um where in the background though you can still hear her voice obviously we don't fully know how much is there of her but you can still hear it whereas the other one you pretty much hear a bit here and there in the verses and then the chorus she's she's having the day off so I I feel there's more authenticity to Shantae Moore than Jennifer Lopez
1: in my opinion I never I never ever know I never know when J-Lo is singing I literally like Every song, her voice sounds different, in my opinion. Like, I don't know what she actually sounds like.
2: Speaking of J-Lo, I think we should talk about all the shit that she stole from Mariah as well.
1: Yeah, let's talk about it.
0: She sort of just... I mean, she didn't really come out of nowhere. She, She kind of did musically. Like, she'd been in a bit of a big film in the 98 with George Clooney. It wasn't huge, but it was probably the biggest thing she's ever done. And then all of a sudden, she was just catapulted into music and yes the songs that she's been given are nice but then we've sort of learnt later on down the line that they've been originally recorded by other people or given from other artists or something else has been made and so then the, this particular JLo song has been taken from the inspiration for that it's there's always been some kind of theft involved so Tommy Matola, I don't, I don't. I was he just trying to like completely like clone Mariah and have Jessica Simpson popping up here and Jennifer Lopez popping up here? Like, and then I don't know, like what, what, why? Because there was a similar kind of look, but I feel like everybody was having this kind of like sun-kissed LA look at the at the time. It was the late '90s, you know. It was all part of like being rich to have that kind of look. Um, even Jennifer Aniston had that look, for God's sake. So. I don't really get the comparison there um, because they don't look alike. If you do listen to any songs that came from the first album, yes, they sound similar to something that Mariah could have put out. I don't remember a lot. I've heard the album from start to finish and not a lot of them jump out. There's like probably three songs that could be Mariah. Um, But obviously we know, Do You Know Where You're Going To was the first song that was supposed to be a Mariah Carey either single or it was going to be on the number ones. I know it was on the number ones over here, but I don't know what it was originally intended for, for,
2: for Mariah. And I think so- it was intended for number ones. Oh, okay. I wish it would have it- made
1: the cut to the U.S. number ones. Like I really it do. Was re-
2: it was released in the U.S. on that Valentine's EP, but that's the only time it was released here. I right. didn't know I about... Wish it-
1: I wish it would have made number ones. That would have been so nice.
2: Actually, I think Mariah dodged a bullet because I don't like Do You Know Where You're Going To. So that's me. Oh, I actually,
1: I really do like it. And I feel like because it's a cover, it would have fit nice on number ones along with the other little cover moments. So I don't yeah. know. Yeah.
0: yeah. And there's some remixes to it. They're okay. I know she performed them over here on top of the pops, the remixes. I don't think she, maybe she did perform the original, her original version of Do You Know Where You're Going To, the cover. But um, yeah, so that was the first one. Um, I don't even remember what J-Lo sounds like. It's probably not even worth remembering. But and I don't get why she would.
1: She kind that. of talk sings it, in my opinion.
0: I, I don't remember it, but yeah, I kinda I get where you're coming from. But yeah, you Have the- you
1: guys seen that clip of J-Lo? It's okay, it's in the beginning of the documentary about all the shit she stole from Mariah. And in the beginning, she keeps trying to say, I always dream. Fuck! Yeah. Ah. Oh, I over. always I always drink drink. Okay, wait one more time. You got one more. T- okay, wait. Okay, <laughs> it, like that's what I think of her.
2: Like, but Mariah, she's not but, a singer. But J Lo didn't start stealing, like really blatantly stealing from Mariah until the J Lo album. And I have a confession because I've owned a few, Gen- I want to say I've owned four Jennifer Lopez albums. But I really... But
1: I'm the, I'm the hater, I'm the J-lover, and I'm Yeah,
2: but <laughs> in my defense, I didn't understand that J-Lo was this fucking hamburglar. Like, I didn't know that she was stealing all this shit. I knew that... I, I knew... Actually, I didn't know because I had that Lo album. And when I tell you I wore that album out, I wore that album out. I loved it so much. I didn't start hating Jennifer Lopez until Mariah started really bringing it up. So right. I didn't know. I knew because in the beginning, I didn't know that um, she stole I'm Real the the beat for i'm real the firecracker sample i didn't know that she had stolen that until maybe a year later
1: yeah because no one fucking talks about it enough no one knows about it enough like we said in the fucking shade episode um where's her cancel moment like she's literally ridden off the coattails of so many black artists in this industry it's a fucking joke like and then she wants to call mariah forgetful like bitch shut the fuck up like that's how i feel about her and then I just had a quick question. Like, is "Get Right" on the J.Lo Lo album?
2: No, no, that is, is that like, after. It's after. like two two albums after.
1: Oh, okay. I was just curious about that. Just curious. Sorry. I did love "Love Don't Cost a Thing." I heard it when it came on in the mall, and I was like, "Oh, who is this?" And then someone was like, "Oh, it's J Lo," and I was like, "Oh, of course." I couldn't tell who it was then because <sighs> none of the vocals are her. So, yeah it's cute like a lot of her songs are cute but where did they come from whose voice are they who wrote it who was it stolen from like that's that's like literally like what crosses my mind when I hear her now so Mm. I don't really I don't think of her
0: it's a shame and I think I think in a way like I was a little bit sort of like interested in her music when she first came out as well before I knew anything and I think it's because some of the songs were um, similar to what we'd gotten used to from Mariah. So, um, I mean, If You Had My Love isn't really Mariah, but then there's that other song. Is it feeling so good or something? don't know who the rapper is, but there's a song, Feeling Something, with um, a rapper. And I think it was like the last song from the album. And I remember hearing that thinking, oh, I quite like this song. Um, and there's a couple of others on there. But again, like, if you go back, knowing what we know and listen to any... Of these songs, even if it's in the the mall or in a shop where it's just playing, you can just hear that it's not her singing now. It's so obvious now.
1: You literally can tell it's not her. Yeah. And it makes me really wonder like, are her like hardcore fans like not hearing that or something? Like what is hardcore up? Hardcore fans. I yeah, don't does know, she but... fans. I don't know what she has or what she obviously her thing is something different. And I don't I don't know what she does like i don't know i don't know her so i don't think
0: she's ever toured either has she
1: she had a vegas residency so you know she, she's a dancer you know she's, she's an actress her live. thing her thing is something different
0: <laughs> because of that alone she can get away with not singing live you know she doesn't sing the songs anyway so to have to
1: sing oh my god live. But that fucking performance at New Year's Eve last year was fucking terrible. <laughs> the um, what song did she cover? It- ah.
0: Stairway to Heaven or something like?
1: No, it was. It wasn't that. It was the Dream On, Dream On. Oh yeah, Dream On. Yeah, it was fucking terrible. Ah. Uh, and I was like, "You're lipping it, and it sounds terrible. Like, what is what going about- on here?"
2: What about when she sang for the inauguration? I'm like, that's all they could get was Jennifer Lopez. That's like, what I was just thinking stop too. At, can we not just stop at Lady Gaga? Like, come yeah, on. Right. Like,
1: yeah, the fucking inauguration national anthem. I was like, shouldn't a vocalist be singing that? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, like, couldn't they get Jennifer Hudson as she did it before? I'm sure they could have. Or like Paris, Chloe right?
1: and Hallie, like any of the new kids, like anybody, anyone
0: yeah but they want it to be even like a normani historical... i would have took
1: normani like i don't even care oh. she's not she's not even a huge singer but i would have took normani like anybody else literally anybody else
0: all that camilla Cab-
1: i was literally about to say camilla cabello mm. and then um also now that we're on Lo, i feel like i brought this up last time but i'm still mad she did the fucking motown tribute like at the fucking Grammys. And I was like, you're not even going to get Mariah or it's like a black female to do the Motown yeah, You're not even tribute. black. Like- you're not even black. Like, what are you talking about? And she does the Motown fucking tribute at the fucking Grammys. I was like, you're not going to get Mariah or somebody else. What is going on? And, and I was just like, shame on you for doing it, JLo, But shame on the Grammys for like allowing that. And, so.
0: and Motown because I'm pretty sure Motown will have had to have authorized it like why did they authorize Jennifer Lopez yeah it's
1: and then it ridiculous. turned into like an acrobatic show like it was fucking ridiculous <laughs> it was not it was not fucking cute
0: I'm pretty sure if Motown would have done like a poll or even if they'd have reached out oh yeah okay to Diana Ross or somebody who's now in charge of like the Jackson 5 music and Oh, Quincy Jones, you know, any of these to say like, who would you like to be singing your songs? You know, we've got these artists that are a maybe, who would you like it to be? Or, I don't know, like, surely they would have all gone for Mariah Carey.
1: But literally I was thinking, Mariah would have killed a Motown tribute. It, it wasn't, it wouldn't have even been vocally hard or anything, like Motown songs are pretty doo-woppy and like mm. one one, like layer, you know, one level she could have slayed that j-lo's in here lip-syncing and doing like twists arounds and like cartwheels and shit like it was a mess it was a mess
0: lip-syncing to the original fucking like cd literally
1: like like, it was not it was not and she had like the feathers on like mariah in vision of love at the vegas like she was giving vegas but motown and it was a mess but i'm sorry i brought that up like fuck her anyway sorry
0: it's a good point though, because of what you said, like there's no moment to sort of like really expose it. There's all these little bits that have exposed it, but there's no huge moment to say like, you know, you don't deserve the success you've got because she doesn't.
1: Oh, um, but wait for it. I'm sure what her her moment is gonna come. Like there's no way it won't, right? Like there's just not, in my opinion, you cannot, you can't screw over so many people without having something happen she's lucky mariah refers to her as her because if she had really went in in the book and like called her ass out like that would have been in the news like that would have been a news story nowadays like that shit would have came out every other artist would have came out and been like yeah me too like there would have been a whole me too movement of people that got fucked over by j-lo and she would have been totally canceled so she's lucky mariah refers to her as her
0: I don't know her. I mean, Tommy Mottola is retired. I don't know if she'd still have his backing. And, to you know, would he throw loads of money at the problem because he was behind it all? I don't know. Like, it's bad. that with every, everything else that's being called out these days for justice on certain things.
1: It'll come. We got to make a video just about that and put it out We got to do
2: this, like, soon. We got to do this yeah. in the next... We got to do our land duty and right just this, get it it's... out there. And explain, just like those videos on YouTube, we have yes. to do our land duty and yeah. expose everything that she's stolen from every Black artist who's ever existed.
1: It's important, in my opinion. No one talks about it enough. We are lambs. It's our duty to do it. Like, we've got a duty to Mariah and these other Black artists. I'm a mixed woman, and she's going to fucking perform at the Motown tribute. Bitch, shut the fuck up.
0: Um, okay, so my next one, I just want to quickly dip in and out of this one because we don't know her very well. She's not very famous. She is another singer who's had, I didn't know this, three, four albums out from like the 90s up until like 2001, 2002 or something. And her name is Dabila Morgan. She's another whistler. She can do the whistle note. She has one song on her third album. A little bit, um, what's the word? Questionable. I'm thinking of another word, but I just say questionable. And that song, is take the rain away. And it sounds very much like an emotions, got to be real, the best of my love, you know, all those kind of like C and C worked on kind of tracks. But it is leaning more towards Mariah Carey. It's got a lot of the like Ah and um Instead of the higher. And it's also got a load of the high notes. It's got the dun 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 So anybody that's not heard it, please go check it out. I like Tabila Morgan. And she's, she's probably more of a uh, Latin-influenced artist. Probably her biggest song that people would know her for if they do know her is Dance With Me. I don't know about her albums in the 90s, but her... Her third album is very much like R&B of the turn of the millennium, um, Latin influenced R&B and pop. It's very, it is a nice album, but it, it is purely just that one track and when she brings in the um, whistle note. She doesn't really have a belt or anything. She does like to warble a bit. But other than that, I think that's the only comparison. Okay, so we can move on from Debila Morgan. Other than that, there's nothing really. Another one that might be a bit controversial, I don't know who we're going to offend with this one, but I do feel like it's very important to mention, and that's Beyonce. Oh, really? Yes. I, feel, I don't necessarily feel like she's a full-on copycat, but I feel like there's inspiration there in her look, probably not of late, but in the beginning of her career, and her sound certain songs for me especially crazy in love a a little bit me myself and i but not really it's more the harmonies than the actual song itself no Uh, me
1: myself and i is like literally i feel like that's my favorite beyonce song because it's like a mariah song oh really yeah me myself and i oh honey absolutely if you cried a thousand times ladies you will survive yes honey
0: I mean it could have sat nicely on a charm as a charm bracelet moment, but I remember having charm bracelet and crazy in love came out. And I just thought, uh, of course, Mariah, like, why why is there nothing like this on Charm Bracelet? Like, not obviously not Crazy in Love. It's very fast. And Mariah likes her mid-tempo, up-tempo moments. But like, I can't imagine Mariah singing Crazy in Love, but then there's moments, so many moments in that song that makes me think like. I can imagine Mariah Carey doing this, even though it's not a Mariah Carey song completely. But the I think it's the harmonies. And I think there's just something, again, not the whole thing, but there's something in that dance moment that reminds me a little bit of Honey and Heartbreaker dance moments, even though, again, not identical.
1: To me, I think I don't that guess- what I think sounds the most like Mariah in that song, which I don't think sounds like Mariah, I think it's the fast talking, like the eyes looking there, and don't deem me? It reminds me of like "We Belong Together" or like, um,
2: mm-hmm. you know, like the fast talking. Nick, what we? I don't really think? get a Beyonce. I don't really get a Mariah vibe from Beyonce at all. I've never really been into Beyonce, honestly. I like her Lemonade album. I like, and that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's Lemonade like- is
1: her. Lemonade's her best album, hands down, in my opinion. But she has some good songs.
2: Yeah, she has some good songs, but I don't go out of my way to listen to Beyonce. No, yeah. same.
1: But um, Lemonade's her butterfly, in my opinion.
0: When we got I'll Be Loving You Long Time, I kind of thought, okay, like it felt like it was almost like a little bit, even though I love I'll Be Loving You Long Time and love that whole era, the music video, everything attached to it, I'll Be Loving You Long Time, I love. But like, I do feel like it was a bit too late because I felt like we should have had that like then, if that makes sense.
2: I can see your your comparison with... I can see Beyonce singing I'll Be Loving You Long Time. I think I'll Be Loving You Long Time is a really big missed opportunity for Mariah. Mm. Even though she released it, I think she should have made that the lead single. Right. That's oh, 100%.
1: There. 100%. I was listening to I'll Be Loving You Long Time yesterday, actually. And I was like, this is like probably my favorite from the album. And I don't know why it is not a number one. So... Yeah.
0: It, it was it was up there with the the original lead tracks that we got from Mariah in past years and that's i think it's a similar kind of like feeling i got from crazy in love and when again it's not completely saturated with Mariah there's just moments in crazy in love where i'm just like Mariah could have killed this
1: we didn't get a big up tempo on caution did we
0: not really no not
1: like a big like fantasy heartbreaker Mm. honey moment we didn't get that no yeah, that makes me kind of miss that.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I feel we, like she needs
1: to bring it back. What's the last big moment that we got? Like,
0: I feel like it is.
1: I'll be loving heartbreaker, you time.
2: Touch my body, heartbreaker.
1: But touch my body is not like a up tempo, is it?
2: It's kind of mid, no, and it's
1: mid kind of tempera. like a ballad, also. Like, isn't it's kind it? Of like,
2: what? Shake it off. Is it's kind of like I think that between the two, are you talking about lead singles? Because if it was a lead single, the the last big Mariah lead single was probably Heartbreaker. No,
0: like um, that up tempo signature,
1: signature moment, yeah, um,
0: of what we expect from a from a lead song,
1: Heartbreaker or Lover Boy.
0: Oh yeah, Lover Boy. Boy wasn't big to me. It wasn't big, no. But like, it's a big like a big song, not not, not yeah. Success. But like, Charm
1: Bracelet doesn't really have one. Um I mean, Emancipation. irresistible is
0: probably the closest, but that's not it. But
1: that's not, that's not. And then um Emancipation doesn't or I guess it's like that is kind of like the fantasy moment, but it's not. Yeah. It, to me, it's not. Yeah. So I guess, I guess it's like, like
0: that.
1: I'll say it's like that is the last one. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I guess the next one after Beyonce would be Leona Lewis.
1: I keep bleeding, I keep keep bleeding
2: I have kind of an attachment to this because I remember when the I had never heard of Leona Lewis. You probably know more about her because didn't she win the X Factor or something? She won the X Factor in 2006. Yeah, yeah. Yes.
1: Is X Factor so, uh, is that a UK moment?
0: Yeah, they tried it in the US and it didn't really take off.
1: Okay, because I was like, I don't think that's a U.S. show. Because in the in the U.S., what's it called? America's Got Talent. That's what it's called. And we then have the
0: Britain's X Got Factor. Talent. Oh, you do. Mm.
1: Oh, Britain's Got Talent.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not America. We have we do have America's Got Talent show on TV over here, but we have Britain's Got Talent.
1: Oh, okay. Is that different than the X Factor then?
0: The X Factor. So Simon Cowler created Hop Idol in the in the UK with Nigel Lithgow. And then that did all right for like two or three seasons. I don't know, I didn't really watch it. And then he went over to America with American Idol and that exploded. So of course that's that's gone on for as long as it's gone on for, as you guys know. And then the X Factor here became huge. It was kind of like what the American Idol was supposed, what Pop Idol was supposed to be here and American Idol became in America. So X Factor became that. So Pop Idol had gone. X Factor happened, was huge for, I don't even know how long, like, it felt like forever. They've not done it for a few years now, not since, like, 2018, I think, Um, because it was dwindling. Um, But she's probably the biggest thing since, well, before One Direction and Little Mix to come from, she was the original huge artist to come from X Factor.
1: Yeah, you're right. I remember. Okay, I remember. Yeah, because she fucking, oh, wait, no, that's somebody else. (laughs) 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 No, but she came out with Bleeding Love, and that was real big in the US. So,
2: yeah, I remember when Leona Lewis came out because I had just moved to New York my very first time. I was real young. I was either 17 or 18. I don't know. It was around the E Equals era. Mm -hmm. And I had gotten my first apartment in New York. And my friend sent me this email that said, Hey, have you heard of Leona Lewis? You need to hear her. She's a lot like Mariah. And I listened to the Spirit album. And I only like maybe like the first three or four songs, but I yeah. really did love that climax on Bleeding Love where she's like, hey, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and she's like, I can't. She yeah. does so much on Bleeding Love, yeah. But
1: also Better In Time, the music video. Yeah, with the I fucking love Better horse, in Time. With the horses, just like butterfly. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And she had that Mariah look to her too. Oh, the
0: blonde, the blonde, like, light... Well, no, it wasn't, like, full-on blonde. It was kind of like a, that same honey colour, wasn't it? The hair And she's, yeah. like,
1: a light skin, you know?
0: Yeah. So on The X Factor, she'd done, like, a couple of Mariah songs. So she, she was going through... I can't remember now what she'd done. She first. sang Without You. She did do Without You. She was, like, waiting for this moment. Like, and then she did... I will always love you by Whitney Houston. She did without you, and it felt like it felt like some it, something was coming. And then she says, "Oh, I'm going to do." You know how she talks. That I'm going to do this song, and it's my favorite song. And and then it was that, and she did it really well. She also killed I will always love you. Like it was amazing. Um, she'd done some great harmonizing moments with some boy bands as well. Take That, I don't know if you guys know Take That, but Take That being one of them. That was like Robbie Williams' band. Yeah, so as soon as she won, it kind of felt really obvious that she was gonna win. Everyone loved her. Her voice was, it's it was epic. I don't know if it's the same now, but like as soon as she came out of X Factor, she was all over the magazines and she was wearing a gold boot tube top with gold trousers. And then the hair was all like blown and stuff and straighter than how it was on the X-Factor. It was very butterfly front cover, but they didn't get the background. Like the background was probably the same colour as my blinds, how they look right now, as opposed to having that like nude colour in the background to match the hair and everything else. So, and these were just for interviews. And I remember looking, thinking like, they could create their own like color moment for her and it'd be a signature thing. But for, for the album, like, why are we getting all this now? It's blatantly trying to like put her in that Mariah Carey thing because the UK doesn't really have that. We don't have a Mariah Carey apart from
2: Mariah Carey. But she was being marketed as the UK Mariah Carey. Yeah. I remember that really, really well. What else was I going to say about her? To me, she really is like the Walmart version of Mariah Carey (laughs) out of all these artists. look For real, she is. But she does. Yeah,
1: because her Christmas album.
2: She does genuinely have a good talent to her oh yeah and she she does And like gia said she is falling i think that she is falling in those mariah carey i feel like she has been trying to follow in in mariah carey's footsteps and she is going into that christmas lane too Mm. with one more sleep gia's favorite song i do love that song (laughs) i do love that i played the heck out of that this year you guys yeah i love it i did too i love you're the one who introduced it to me i did yes i had no idea what i know that yeah, because you, you talked oh, about it incessantly. Like, but also,
1: the cover of her Christmas album, she's got her fucking Jack Russell Terrier, just like Mariah. Like, bitch, sit the fuck down. And then she Walmart covers
2: version of Mariah.
1: Oh, <laughs> and then she covers "Baby Please Come Home" on the album.
2: Oh, Holy
1: a- Night. Oh, Holy Night as well. Yeah, it's a very like, oh, this is a Mariah Christmas album, but it's me. Hey, you guys. And then, <laughs> yeah, like I said, the "Better in Time" music video is like a straight copy of Butterfly. And then.
2: Yeah, Mariah's yeah. Coca-Cola, she's Pepsi. <laughs> she just falls I... a little bit flat. <laughs> she but just... she's got all the she's got all the ingredients to be good. She just never I don't know how well she did. But she got she that did.
1: artificial sugar honey.
2: <laughs> yeah, for real, for real. But I don't know how well she did in the UK, but she only had those two songs here that really did well, then we never heard from her again here.
1: Well, then One More Sleep brought her a little bit back for Christmas
2: yeah for christmas
0: she's had fair. five studio albums
1: uh what i had no idea yeah same I, like <laughs> i remember
2: spirit <laughs> and she, then i was I, like oh what happened like, to I this chica even,
1: i literally have those two singles and that's it dude like yeah she, oh and then her i have her whole christmas album i do love her christmas album.
0: She had Spirit, obviously. And then she released a special edition of Spirit, which had an, two extra songs on. And then she had a, a second album called Echo, which if, you, if anyone is a fan of Leona Lewis and wanted to search this, I don't know who would, but like if they did, there's so many songs that were done for Echo that didn't make the album. They're all on YouTube and they are so much better than what got onto Echo. And it's a bit of a shame. And after that, she sort of fell off because Echoed, obviously, it's the sophomore slump. But even as an album, like, it just doesn't live up to it. Like, it's fine if the album was as good as, but then the marketing wasn't there. But it just wasn't that great. There's a good cover of Oasis's Stop Crying Your Heart Out on there. It's great. But then she had that song called Happy, which is just depressing. She had a third album where she tried to be all sort of like, techno and stuff there's a couple of good ballads on there Um, she did a song with avicii that was really good called collide but then it was the christmas album and then after that she had um, another album called i am or here i am and it had a song that sounded like rolling in the deep and yeah it just got a little bit too like we've all heard this before because she has those kind of, like, up, up-tempo up bubblegum moments, it's, for me, that's what reminds me of, like, older Mariah without it sounding exactly the same. And then we've got One More Sleep, of course, which is very... That's, like,
1: her all-I-want-for-Christmas, yeah. Yeah,
0: again, without sounding exactly like it, but it is there. It is, it's her up-tempo original for a Christmas album, and it's got that Phil Spector moment, but it's not trying to be all about the. it's
1: not a blatant copy of it like underneath the tree by kelly clarkson or anything like that yeah yeah um but it definitely is mariah inspired definitely but it's so good so good it's it's my favorite leona lewis song
0: so and i think in a way um how we've said before how you said as well nick about her supposed to you know supposedly was gonna try and be the uk mariah i do feel like this song has kind of put her on the Christmas map in the UK. Not up there with Mariah, but it is, again, like,
2: the wall. One More version. Sleep is
1: a grower. It's a grower, yeah. for sure. Yeah, that,
2: I was about to say the same thing. I think it's going to be a grower. Like, Underneath the Tree by Kelly Clarkson, that was a grower, too. Mm.
1: Yeah, but I think that mm-hmm. One More Sleep, it's going to be in the lane with All I Want, where people are like, oh, this is like an old-ass Christmas song from back in the day, you know? Yeah i don't i what? to me um okay, i have a the question
2: t- did she yeah. write that
1: song i'll have to look at my liner notes
0: just to interject real quick uh there was five people that wrote one more sleep leona lewis being one of them
2: okay see so that might be in the same at- lane as all i want for christmas of people not knowing that mariah actually wrote that song because i thought that it was a cover that leona lewis did
1: no that's not a cover see so it's it's got that thing like like I said, it's got that thing where it sounds older than what it is. And I love that about it. Like it, like Mariah's Christmas song, it does not sound from the 90s at all. It just doesn't. But I mean, you can older, tell it that. is. But like, it's timeless. All I Want for Christmas is timeless. To me, Underneath the Tree doesn't have that same timeless, old sounding moment. that. Does um,
2: I think it's bigger than One More Sleep to me, definitely.
1: Oh no, no! I don't like. It. Yes. I, I just don't like underneath the tree. But um, I love wrapped in red. That's my favorite Kelly Clarkson Christmas song.
2: Is wrapped I think in this red. Is a good segue into Kelly Clarkson because I I feel like Kelly Clarkson is going to be the second mm-hmm. biggest Christmas artist behind Mariah Carey in yeah. my eyes. That's how I think when I listen to it like leona lewis and like mariah carey kelly clarkson became really noticed from the first season of american idol from her singing mariah's version of without you i can remember watching that version and i did not want kelly clarkson to win i had a crush on justin garani the little curly head boy so the runner-up Yes, I was thinking with my dick, and I wanted him to win. And I was so mad and jealous, I guess, of Kelly for seeing Without You that, I I don't know, I was just so upset, and I didn't want her to win. But maybe like a year after Kelly won, I love Kelly, and I've always been obsessed with Kelly ever since.
0: Who was the guy from that series of American Idol who did the um, Always Be My Baby
2: uh, David Archuleta, yeah, that was beautiful.
1: No, no, that wasn't David Archuleta. Who did always be my baby. That
2: was David. Other was that David. David Cook. It was <gasps> the
1: other David. Yeah, yep, yeah the yeah,
2: other yeah. David. Yeah. That was. I remember there was more,
1: too many Davids on that season. I was they getting need to confused. stop. <laughs> yeah. Stop
0: with yeah. all your Davids. Um. Yeah, but like, I mean, is there anything besides of like tone and obviously inspiration, like? that Kelly Clarkson has done and, and we know she's done a few live performances of like Love Takes Time but like is there anything that she's recorded that's been very like oh my god yeah I'm I'm getting Mariah from this
2: well her get... Christmas
1: albums
2: yeah. yeah her Christmas definitely her Christmas albums but Kelly has said a lot herself that Mariah Carey is one of her biggest inspirations mm.
1: and also how she throws that whistle note in um Natural Woman on American Idol
0: Kelly Clarkson could do a whistle note
1: mm-hmm no it's idea. not the best it's not the best whistle note but she hit it <laughs> she definitely it, it was a little flat it since. <laughs> no she she's hit a couple whistles for sure oh really yeah that's i think that's bad. why she won american idol is because she hit that whistle i don't remember a whistle she says you know that part you make me feel so alive she went on uh, alive she hit a whistle oh,
2: i don't remember that. It's there. She was like, "It's there."
1: (laughs) No, it is. Go watch. I meant like go watch it. It's definitely there. Like she does it.
2: (laughs) But I believe like what Gia is saying. Like she is definitely become more of a Christmas artist now. I can't remember a song since maybe two thousand and six that Kelly has had on the radio that's been really popular. But she's also two thousand and
1: two thousand and. 13 there was that doesn't kill you makes you stronger
2: oh that was, oh, that was not in mm-hmm. 2013 that was like in 2010 <clears throat> no, no it wasn't 2000 let me look this up that was like 2012
1: 2013
0: 2006 was like 2005 was breakaway and then we had in 2009 that other one that sounded like, exactly like since you've been gone but just real fast my life would suck
2: without you yeah that was the last big record that i remember her having wait when was it okay stronger was um in 2011
1: okay. oh okay but Damn. the last
2: big album that i remember kelly having was the um all i ever wanted album
1: don't even never heard of it <laughs> <laughs> that,
2: that that was the one my life would say it was a on. good album <laughs> It was an alright I should album.
1: look into it. it I remember is... Breakaway was, like, one of my first CDs. I loved it from top to bottom. It was so good, so...
2: It, it's her It's her best album. Breakaway? Yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah,
1: and I didn't know for the longest time Avril Lavigne wrote Breakaway.
0: Yeah, Christina Aguilera wrote Miss Independent as well. Um, Katy Perry wrote a couple on that All I've Ever Wanted album. Um, it feels like it was the Katy Perry Reject album in a way. I did like it, but like it, as soon as I found out it was Katy Perry that wrote some of the songs. Well, Max that, uh...
2: Martin
1: wrote all of Katy Perry's good songs. so.
0: Well, Max Martin actually wrote Since You've Been Gone and My Life Would Suck Without You as well.
1: There you go. Yep.
0: There you go. I didn't know he wrote for Katy Perry. That's interesting.
1: He's written most of the bops. He wrote Baby One More Time. Oops, mm. did it again. He wrote He's written like most of the big songs from 99 to like 2013.
0: That's the way it is by Celine.
1: (laughs) Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. So I feel like she's in the legacy moment of her career as well. Cause she's like on a talk show. She's not really doing that much with music except like the Christmas album she just released. Um, Yeah. So I see her going down that lane
2: i don't think she's in her legacy i think she's just now hit where she's about to become huge because she's taking over for ellen so she's probably right now at the biggest part of her career she's had a really good career and i think we're going to be hearing from kelly Clarkson probably for the rest of our lives but she's not she doesn't do much with with music anymore she's more focused on her television show she sings on there though right yeah, she
0: yeah. sings on there. So there's still the voice is still being used, you can still hear her, and it just it adds more every year, I guess, for when the Christmas comes around. Because she's probably gonna perform those Christmas songs on the TV show if she's constantly singing on there.
2: Her new Christmas album has, is really yeah. good
0: too. Yeah. I feel like she's probably been the biggest worldwide. Like she's the biggest person to come from a reality TV show. There's oh there Or is from a
1: there. from a singing competition.
0: Yeah, there yeah. is there is one direct One
1: hundred percent. Yeah, Kelly Clarkson's probably the biggest one. There's like Carrie Underwood, J Jay Hud and the others. There's a few others. fantasia and mm-hmm. then um yeah, but I feel Kelly's probably the biggest still most relevant one. Oh yeah, cuz I don't I haven't heard from Carrie Underwood in a minute.
0: And Jennifer Hudson's not really had that many albums or that many big hits across her albums like Kelly Clarkson has had
1: right but kelly Clarkson also doesn't have an oscar
0: true because Jennifer Hudson can act as well so yeah it's, it's a different lane there as well for her so probably those two are probably the biggest right besides i don't they're probably bigger than are they bigger than one direction i don't know i don't follow one direction they're not even together anymore i know but like one direction were fucking huge <laughs> weren't they
1: yeah, I mean, but they were huge. For yeah, like they the were kids. pretty big here. They yeah. were huge. Yeah, they were big. But in like, I was never really a big fan of them. Um, they were big. They had the you don't know you're beautiful, and then a mm-hmm. few other songs. But yeah, I feel like they were really popping with the kids. You know,
2: yeah, with the kids.
0: Yeah. And do you guys have a little mix, as well? Because they, they,
1: I could not tell you a little mix song. I think I was, couldn't like, either. One song they're not like big like here, here at all about magic or something and i, I don't even know, know that's a little mixed song so it is,
2: yeah. okay they and that's like, like
1: literally the only song i've ever heard
2: i can't even tell you one song
1: There's I know that they, have very a confetti, they have the confetti album which i only know because i collect vinyl and that vinyl was everywhere and it was gorgeous and that's all
2: i know there's very few UK artists that have really broken out here. There's people that they've tried with like Robbie Williams and Leona Lewis and all those Kylie, people. Kylie, just... or wait, she's not UK artist, but. She's Australian, yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: she. Yeah.
2: Who, who Who else? Wasn't there a guy named Jimmy Ray or something like that? There, there's always been people that they've pushed that they think that would be really big here that just never made it.
0: Jimmy Ray? He was like 1998 or something. I think he was trying to be like wasn't he trying to be like an Elvis like a Yeah, remember. he was doing something like that. Oh, he's awful. He was like proper novelty music though.
1: Yeah, yeah. but Kelly Kelly's probably the biggest besides One Direction and Fifth Harmony.
0: Oh, I forgot about them coming from a TV show.
1: Yeah, they came from The X Factor or something too.
2: Ah. But I don't I couldn't yeah. tell you one Fifth Harmony song either like mariah no but i know <laughs> oh yeah
1: i like mariah is a gr- i love like mariah and then um you ain't gotta go to work 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 and then what's oh, okay. the other songs be give it to me i'm worth oh, it and then obviously like mariah is the best song that they I have love that song. yeah like mariah is so fucking good yeah i think that's like the only songs i fucking know but i love normani so she needs to drop an album. Normani, where's the album? That would be a Mariah comparison, I'm sure. If she drops Mm -hmm. an album, it's going to have some Mariah influence.
2: But don't they all hate each other now? Or they all hate Camila Cabello? I think
1: they all hate Camila because she went away.
2: So she left the group? See, I don't know nothing about these Chicas. So Fifth Harmony
1: happened, they had like one album or something. Then Camila left the group and went solo and did the What's that? Habana Unana <laughs> <And> then,
2: <laughs> and love then, that song
1: <laughs> It's a cute song But it was overplayed in my opinion And then she had the Sean Mendes song which was, Yeah <laughs> And then the Senorita song And yeah oh, But she's okay not she's not a Mariah girl So no. anyways When Normani comes out we'll talk about Normani Well
0: I don't, I don't know if there's anybody else Yeah I think, I think that's fair We got to the end of our list
1: so I'm on list okay well honorable mention Lisa Fisher how can I ease the pain if you guys haven't heard it she sounds like a total cross between Mariah and Whitney and it's amazing you should go check her out so she sounds a little bit like Mariah as well
0: I'm gonna check her out because she has a really powerful voice it's really really nice so I'm gonna I mean, I'm gonna check that out actually I didn't check it out. I'm
2: not <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> okay bye okay thanks, bye okay <laughs> bye all right you guys that is our often imitated never duplicated episode if there's any artists that you think that we missed let us know on our instagram uh follow us on twitter facebook instagram tiktok reddit all them social media platforms and we will see you next time Okay you guys, don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Wait, I don't know episode. what else to say. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Okay, bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do.